How's it? Welcome to the podcast. You're listening to Green Dog Blitz, hosted by Brian Anderson and Yovan Agobi. Throughout the show, we'll attempt to control the line of scrimmage. Let's get to it! We, we made it to the end. We're at the Super Bowl, baby, talking the best teams. The, uh, the, the cream has risen to the top, and uh, it's so great to be here, man. It's awesome to be here, Brian. You're right. Uh, 23 shows later. Am I right on that? And here we are at the finish line, like you have mentioned. Uh, Let's not pull a marathon move here and like trip a couple steps short of the tape. Uh, Let's (laughs) let's 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 run through that tape, as they say, in track and field and uh, see how this marathon ends. You're right. It's Super Bowl, baby. Uh, Pro Bowl is in the hopper officially. Super Bowl matchup is set and ready for takeoff. It has been for a couple of weeks and we are ready. I think the NFL has got fans lathering for this game, huh, Brian, in Vegas? Well put. Yeah. I mean, the hype is is there. I mean, if you want any type of information on the Super Bowl, uh, just turn the TV on and, and you'll hear it. Or the, the night, late night talk shows, or whatever you want. You know, it's it's all there. The hype is real. So, and it's probably even it's, bigger than being in Las Vegas for the first time ever, right? Right. I've heard ticket prices are astronomical, like they usually mm-hmm. are, but this time even more so. So I don't know if that's stratospheric, if that's above atmospheric. I'm not sure. Um, yeah. But I I gotta say that uh, how exciting that the Chiefs and the the Niners for their fan bases. These teams are just used to winning as well. So they're back in the saddle again um, as franchises where they want to be. And the fans are like, yep, here we are again. Dust off the old jackets from the 80s and the 70s and uh, get ready to to go at it. (laughs) Uh, How about we talk a little bit of a couple things that happened over the week very quickly. Then we'll move into breaking down the Super Bowl. if That works for you. Um, yeah, I got to say, Brian, last week, I kind of criticized the Pro Bowl, rightfully so. It was just kind of a dog and pony show. Some of those um, uh, skill competitions, they called it, um, was a little silly. And the game itself, I thought was going to be um, flag football, not so entertaining. Let's put it that way, entertaining. And you know what? To my surprise, it was a little entertaining, not great entertainment, but it was a little more entertaining than I thought it would be with some of the laterals some of the position players throwing touchdowns. And I do like the fact that you get to see the players interact a little more with, especially without their helmets. Mm-hmm. They're more real people at that point. And you get to see their expressions and who they are. And so th- I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, that's good. I mean, when you set your standards as low as you set them, you're bound to be impressed, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, uh, Brian. Right but I'll tell you. My son and I were watching, sat on the couch and watched a little bit, and I mean a little bit. We, I, I don't know that we were so impressed. Uh, so much so that we changed the channel and we spent more time watching the Pro Bowling Association uh, Championship. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Uh, wow. That's entertaining. If you, if you ever spent a few minutes watching bowling, holy cow. It's just like the movie, Kingpin. <laughs> I mean, those oh, characters. Awesome. They're characters. Yeah, I bet. Anyway. They got they got uh, the uniforms on with all the sponsors. Yes. They're like the NASCAR sponsors patched on their back everywhere like the automobiles are in that industry. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's fun. And they got this, like lights and music, right? This one dude had a huge afro. I mean, he just bounced around every time he'd throw the pins down and they get all psyched. And, oh, dude, it was good. It was, it was glorious. Let me tell you. Yeah. Check oh, it I out. I can see that. 
So that's the real <laughs> Pro Bowl, not the Pro Bowl. I got you. That's funny. Uh, it is. That, that, yeah. I didn't even put that together. That's good. Uh, All right, yeah. let's move on. That's that's cool. Uh, moving on. Headline number three here on our our docket where we wrote it up uh, briefly, and we're recording this show. Green Dog Blitz. Uh, what are we at? Saturday midday here, Bry. So um, mm-hmm. we will continue on. Just want to let people know uh, we appreciate your listenership as always. Thanks for hanging in there for this season. Um, how about uh, the AP NFL awards associated press? Um, I did not even really put, put it together that the NFL's really turned this AP awards into uh, a, a, once again, a dog and pony show um, mm-hmm. for the better or worse uh, 13th annual Bry NFL honor ceremony, February 8th in resort world theater, Las Vegas. Were you there when Keegan, Michael Key, actor, writer, producer, was hosting it? <laughs> uh, no, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> There's and, a uh, lot of things to do in Vegas, and that ain't one of them, baby. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, no, but, you uh, know, they're, they're well-deserved honors, right? I mean, yeah, it's, so it, I, I learned of it, you know, from my son again, who was always on some kind of social media, and he, he announced it late at night. Um, so uh, I, I don't know where you want to go with this, but did, did you want to say just, more about, about yeah, that Yeah, not much. But I just wanted <laughs> okay. to say, in, in all fairness, uh, you were right, Brian. It, it is a serious award. Uh, leading up to it's a little silly, the whole ceremony. But these guys take pride in this. I mean, they're all chasing a Super Bowl, but some nice um, award, uh, you know, uh, trophies in your mantle or mm-hmm. accolades um, along when you retire. That's the stuff you look back on and are really proud of. And these mm-hmm. are the kind of awards also that'll get you into a, if you stay with the team long enough, if any players actually do that with free agency now, but that'll get you in the ring of honor, you know, not even a hall of fame, but a, a ring of honor. If you stick with the team long enough and keep on winning accolades like this. So it is a big deal. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, Lamar Jackson was his second MVP, I believe award, but he collected it this year. So uh, he had a great season. We mentioned that I'm surprised they're not in the super bowl, but Hey, he, he won that award. Um, uh, a team that surprised both of us, you a little more than me, but Houston mm-hmm. uh, Texans, CJ Stroud, uh, rookie of the year offensively. Uh, how awesome was that? Huh? Um, yeah. And then and, Will Anderson and, Jr., the defensive rookie of the year. He's also from, uh, from uh, Houston, right? Oh, wow. The so yeah, they went two yeah. for, Oh, talk about a great draft class. Huh, right? yeah. 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 And then also surprising uh, were, were the, um, the Browns. Uh, they surprised me all season, but then they had, uh, defensive player of the year, Miles Garrett won the award. Kevin Stefanski is the coach of the year. And I believe Joe F- Flacco, uh, oh, yeah. comeback player of the year. So pretty, pretty impressive for those teams. That's a turkey in bowling, right, Brian? Three strikes. Sure is. Let's keep that theme going. That's right. <laughs> uh, don't spare right. me your jokes, right? No, I'm just joking. Yeah, yeah. Right. I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. All right. We're moving on. We're, we're starting to get into bowling again. That, that means we got to push it forward here. Um, I wanted to mention, um, the NFL, once again, globalizing the world. Um, there was a, uh, I thought it was interesting that Univision Media, for the first time in its 78 year history, will be broadcasting the Super Bowl uh, live. I think it's a big deal. Um, their president, uh, Oleg Lowenstein, quote, Our absolute objective for this game is to deliver the most watched Super Bowl in Spanish language history in the United States, period, unquote. Wow. Um, and there's a lot of Spanish speaking people, um, in the States right now, they're going to be watching this. So that'll be interesting. Uh, bring on some new fans. I'm sure, uh, another mm-hmm. thing going along with this theme 
is Madrid, Spain. A couple days ago, it was announced, got awarded a regular season game to be played in 2025. So that'll be the first time ever for the NFL going to Spain. And the Eagles, uh, was made news a couple weeks ago, are playing week number one with a to-be-named opponent uh, in 2024 in Brazil, a regular mm. season game. So that's real. Well, we know they, yeah, they know they played Germany this year uh, for the first time. They did England as continuing so I'm telling you, Brian, the NFL is trying to creep up um, around the world. However, I think they're going to run into a few obstacles. It's not soccer. It's not basketball. You don't need just a ball and a net. You need a lot more equipment. Um, baseball still got a grip hold on a lot of countries that are kind of international-ish. Let's not forget about hockey, Bri. Uh, you know, Scandinavian countries, Canada, We that's pretty international. So uh, football is very america I'll be curious to see if this globalization that they think they can do uh, sticks, but it's something to be watched. Yeah, they're they're definitely entering this, the water slowly, you know, and then they're mm-hmm. they're tiptoeing in and um, yeah, uh, and trying to build a brand. So I think they know what they're doing, uh, and it'll see. I think they're probably just trying different places out to see where it's going to stick. Maybe okay. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know either. I like that. Yeah. what your theory is. Yeah, throw it on the wall, and if it sticks, it sticks, and if it doesn't, call it a uh, Jackson Pollock artwork. I like it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right. That's uh, fantastic. All right, where are we all going right, next, Brian? Well, uh, you know, I was listening to the radio and it's always, you know, there's all this stuff. And I love, I'm always fascinated when I hear these uh pundits, if uh, you mean well, like all these these smart uh radio sports people like us telling stats that we shared on Green Dog Blitz. Well that happened the other day about uh who the the color of the jersey no, um right. and the yeah. odds. And I was like, ah, that's old news, man, if you've been listening to Green Dog Blitz, but uh, I thought you came up with that one that the uh, the Chiefs are the designated home team and they chose to wear red and the white mm-hmm. jerseys have won the last 16 of the 19 Super Bowls, including Kansas City. Ooh. So, I mean, that's something to pay attention to. And it, it's kind of an interesting stat, I think. So yeah. I don't know if you throw talent out the window and just go for, for looks, but uh, it's the, the proof if I'm is there, Kansas right? City, I'm not throwing the talent out the window. And I'm remembering the looks like you just mentioned. And I'm wearing white like because we won in white last year. I want to win in white this year. Look good, mm-hmm. feel good, play good. That's and right. I can't believe they're I can't believe they're picking red. That's a that's going against the grain, baby. But uh yeah. I good luck to them on that one. We've been doing oh, a, yeah. a, the the red carpet spotlight all season. And they haven't been paying attention. So somebody on that team get on this green dog blitz last chance. Yeah, yeah, and we're here for you. Um, yeah, and and we've been doing the foodie stadium spotlight all season too, haven't we, Brian? Yeah, I know. And I, I heard, I heard something on the TV the other day. I watched those segment too, and they're they're doing the foodie spotlight, so to speak. They didn't call it that, yeah. but um, yeah, hey, we're on to something. Peeling here. off our outline, Brian. We are on to something. Either they're on to something, or we're on to something. Let's just say we're all on to something. I like it. Yeah, I like it. We're paving the way, though. So, all right, yeah. so we are down to the two last. Uh, foodies, uh, and they've they've gone with the teams that have gone to the Super Bowl, right? So, right. Uh, what's your specialty on this one? Who do you want to well, highlight? I want to highlight because I mm, we'll talk about our picks in a little bit, but just not to go with my picks, or maybe we'll find out shortly. I'm going to go uh, tackle the Niners, um, uh, their chowder bread bowl. Uh, so, San Francisco, we highlight the signature food in the city. There's a couple, one or two or three different dishes to go. But we chose the chowder bread bowl, um, the sourdough bread bowl, signature sourdough bread in San Francisco uh, is the vessel, is the bowl itself. Uh, you peel off the bread, um, you make a bowl in there, you dump a thick New England style 
uh, catch of the day clam chowder in there, a little parsley shaved on top. And then you take the top, kind of like a pumpkin, you know, has the top with the stem when you carve it out. Sure. You take yeah. that top and then you you mop it up with some butter and herbs. You throw it on the flat top, you, you toast it. Then you put that top back on. And then uh, you got that for dipping or, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or whatever, man. You're selling you kinda it. Need a, and you kind of need like a big wooden spoon-ish, <laughs> kind of like a, like a cauldron, you know, in there of uh, hot, hot, uh, rich seafood. It's really good. So oh that's what I think uh, has been going all the way here so far. They just haven't lost. They've got a lot of contenders along the way. They've had the pierogi uh, sandwich. They've gone up against um, brisket tacos. They've gone up against uh, fajitas. Um, they've gone up against all kinds of random things and they just keep on winning Detroit yeah. pizza. Yeah. They just, they just don't, they, they just keep on winning. So here we are clam chowder right. rising to the top, baby. Well, you know, and I think the thing that shouldn't be missed is the, the sourdough bread. I mean, it's, it's been a staple in San Francisco since the gold rush in 1849, 49, Ooh. 49ers. So Ooh. there's something to be said there. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, but it's going up against the KC burnt ends and barbecue oh. sauce. Now, come on. I mean, talk I about, uh, oh. you know, winning some, some accolades here. The cube Ooh. cubes of spice rub marbled brisket, slow cooked and charred. I mean, this is one of those things where you just take it in your mouth. I mean, you, you can't say those words without your mouth watering. Right. <laughs> and it's gone up against some formidable, uh, contenders as well, but, um, KC burnt ends, is here to stay. And then, you know, you know, throw some fries or some onion rings in there too. I'll take the fries, baby. But uh, I don't know. Uh, I've, I've stuck with the KC burnt ends this whole time. You know, I don't know. After your presentation there, I'm not sure I might be switching teams here. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going um, with? I, you know what? We'll, 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 we'll make, I'm, uh, right. <laughs> you know what? Okay. I got to go with it. My stomach is, is talking over my head. Um, I'm going to go with cubes of spiced rub, marbled brisket, slow cooked and charred brine. You're right. You can't say it without your mouth watering and my mouth is watering. Give it to me, baby. A little barbecue sauce over it. And I'll take the frings, the fries and the onion rings combo. Thank you frings. very much. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, you know, and I don't skip a beat when I usually say that. And I'm always going Casey Burnett's too, but I'm actually going to mix it up this time. Uh, Whoa. yeah. You, the way that you sold that sourdough bread is a you know, I, I think of, uh, I'm a, and I, I love camping and just leaving no trace behind. I mean, like you get handed that bowl <laughs> and at the end of the day, you got nothing else to show. You got no waste, nothing. You just enjoy the food. You're like a uh, raccoon camping, man. You're leaving nothing. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. All right. Oh. Uh, yeah. All right, Brian. Um, I like to do a segment. <laughs> one of our favorite ones is no respect. That's the story of my life. No respect. Uh, this year, I'm going to quickly do a no respect to the NFL for making this Super Bowl accessible to all. Uh, we're in the age of digital. Uh, we've all got phones, mini computers, computers, laptops, you name it. I'm missing a whole bunch of stuff. I'm not even caught up in the technology. There's so much. Um, but CBS and Nickelodeon this year will be doing the traditional telecasts. And Paramount Plus will be streaming service. So if you can't figure a way to watch this baby this year, shame on you. So I got to give the candidate of no respect. Actually, the NFL finally getting some respect for doing it right. We can all watch this great spectacle um, and 
if you can't find a way, shame on you once again. But this is going to be fun to watch. And I think the Nickelodeon way um, they're doing it is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. If you have the kids out there and you want to introduce the kids, they're, they're, they're getting smart. They're getting the young ones involved. Yep. Um, and if you just want to sit on your phone and you're working and you want to peek down every once in a while and uh, you've got it on Paramount. So I think that's good on them. That's my no respect candidate at NFL. Nice. I got one here, too, in that uh... – mm-hmm. That's our uh, behind the scenes producer and editor, uh, Mr. Dale Menton. Uh, yeah. The guy does so much to make us look good. He's kind of the wind beneath our wings, right? And uh, right. he has uh, uh, an amazing background, a lot of talent. Uh, I'm not going to go too deep into it because I haven't talked to him, but uh, look up Dale Menton and run, run, run. Uh, it's a classic, baby. Appreciate all your work, your work on that. Yeah, I got to say the same Blitz. thing, Brian. My hat's going off to him. All the work he does on Green Dog Blitz really is special. Um, he makes us mm-hmm. sound good. He uh, puts together our sound bites. Um, he's uh, just double-checking the research every once in a while, keeping us straight. So um, without him, um, scrambling sometimes late night, uh, sometimes uh, you know early in the morning, doing our edits. So uh, he's really just been kind of the glue of the show, if you will. So once again, Dale Vinton, hats off. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. All right. What do you say? We get to some football now. Yeah, baby. Let's get to some football. I'm thinking uh, tall boy picks, maybe. Is that what we're doing right now, bro? Let's do tall boy picks. It's cracking. Yeah, we got a tall boy pick, not picks. It's a singular, not plural. Tall boy pick, baby. We're going to crack and stack because we're in Vegas and it's the Super Bowl. Who you got? Who you got, Brian? Um, what's the line? It opened at two and a half. San Francisco favorites, minus two and a half. It has gone now, bounced around from two and a half to one and a half. To, so I think it's at one and a half now. Uh, it could maybe be at one probably by the time the game starts. So let's just go with one for intents and purposes to keep it easy. Mm-hmm. San Francisco minus one. Um, Kansas City is the home team, even though, so I guess it's a home dog theory. I guess <laughs> that so. Makes sense. It yeah. is. Yeah. So yeah. we got a home dog in the Super Bowl. Um, I don't know. What do you want to start with it, Brian? There's all kinds of stats. I'm sure we can go six ways till Sunday trying to pick this thing apart. Um, there's plenty of information on the internet with a billion different stats. Uh, do you have anything that kind of sways you one way or the other? Or do you have a gut feeling or do you have a statistical feeling? Well, I've got all of the above. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention, the, the, the line moves based on um, you know the way the bets come in, from my understanding. So uh, mm-hmm. you know, when it started at two and a half or whatever, that's the line that Vegas set. But then bets come in uh, for Kansas City. We're moving the line you know, to a smaller number. So I thought this was interesting. The American Gaming Association estimated that a record 68 million Americans would wager a total of $23.1 billion dollars on this Super Bowl, legally or otherwise. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, gambling going on in people's homes with squares and, you know, betting on silly things. But uh, that's a lot of people betting on things. So um, good luck, everybody. <laughs> Maybe those wagers to pay up well, it, to your And favorite. it's a razor. We mentioned it, too. It's a razor-thin margin on the line. So it's basically a pick em. Uh, and it's, I mean, I don't think there's going to be a one point game where the line will come into effect too much, but Hey man, this is going to be fun to watch. You're right. And there's a lot of people gambling and beware, um, gamble seriously what you can, not what you mm. don't have because yeah, be smart. you don't want to, yeah, be smart. Exactly. All right. So, um, 
I think I got a couple stats in front of me. If I can just pull them up real quick here, Brian, that kind of caught my eye out of all the millions of stats that we were able to decipher. Um, one of them that caught my eye was uh, the Chiefs defense um, allowing just 15.6 points per game through the last 20 games. So, um, I mean, they're giving up only 15 points. And I did a little deeper dive in that. I'm like, how? what does that mean on these Chiefs defense? Well, the Chiefs' strength, I found out, is going to be their secondary. Uh, their defensive backs, their safeties, they um, rank in the top five in the NFL using the dime package, which is that's where you have six defensive backs on the field at one time. And so they are um, all about getting the, the secondary out in front um, and boxing them in um, and making making the quarterback make the quick decisions. Now, the, their Achilles heel is, is going to be their run defense. So their secondary is the strength on the Kansas City, and they are not great at stopping the run. So that's where the rub lies for me. Um, can Christian McCaffrey and Uzak, say if I didn't say his name right, um, and uh, can the fullback, um, because San Francisco is one of the higher um, percentage of teams that run two running back sets. And so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out um, and then Purdy is one of the top guys in the NFL at going downfield 20 yards or more. How's that going to play out with the chief secondary? So there's a lot of give and take here that I've been um, trying to watch. You know, the main weapons, as we know, for San Francisco's Kittle and Ayuk, Debo Samuel. Um, then you got the running tandem I just talked about. And then the Chiefs, a little less. All you've got is Kelsey and, and, and wide receiver Rasheed Rice. So I think you need somebody else to step up on the wide receiving game for the Chiefs. They don't have quite as many weapons. And then, of course, you got Pachanko running it. So if he goes out, watch out. So out of all that I just threw at you, Brian, I don't really still know where I'm at. I think I have a pick. But I want to hear a couple of your stats yeah. if you have any or thoughts. You know, I I have had a lot of stats, and I've, thought, I've had a lot of gut feeling. But, um, you know, we could talk stats. Yeah. What'd you say? Six ways a Sunday, um, which is a funny saying, I think, but um, I've heard a couple things, you know, this, these are, these are two great teams on, on paper and on the field uh, with a lot of fo- Super Bowl experience. I, I don't know the number, but there's a pretty high percentage of players and coaches uh, on both these teams that have been in the Super Bowl before. So this isn't a new thing for them. And so I think that plays into a lot. I think actually we're going to see a really good game. A lot of times you get to the Super Bowl, and the first quarter and a half is like, you know, it's like the first time they've ever been on a football field. They're, they're getting the jitters out. Uh, I don't think we're going to see that this year. I think we're going to see um, a well-organized game plan from both teams. And, um, yeah, and, and obviously both teams have a lot of talent and, and a lot going on for them. What's interesting, my gut has always told me uh, that San Francisco is going to win. But then I look at what Kansas City's done late in the season and who they've beat to get here. I mean – they beat the top teams to get here, the Bills, Dolphins, and Baltimore just here in the in late season and, and uh, in the playoffs. And then San Francisco, they had the number one seed early, so they took time off. They beat the you know the Packers and the Lions. Uh, those don't sound too rough right there, but um, they've had to come back and fight to get those wins. But I still think they're going to be scrappy. So my gut's telling me San Francisco, and my head's kind of telling me Kansas City. So – that's that's my analysis right there. Uh, I, I'll pick a I'll pick who I think is going to win here in a sec, but I want to hear yours first. Uh, 
cheers, Brian. Okay. You put me on the spot. Let's go. Um, my heart wants to see San Francisco win, but my head is taking Kansas City, baby. Um, I think that the last two games San Francisco has played have been subpar. I don't think they're peaking right now, and I don't think it's going to an extra week's going to help them. So they had an extra week off for a bye, right? Then they mm-hmm. came out against Green Bay and almost lost it. Um, that didn't look good. Um, now then they played the Lions next week, almost lost that. Perhaps should have lost that, but they got out with a win. Now they have another week off. You know how, mm-hmm. and so they've had two sub par performances in a month period, four 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 week period. Uh, I don't think that the, the they're going the right direction. Um, the Chiefs, man, they have won two great games on the road against Buffalo two weeks ago and didn't have a break for a bye, and they had to earn this, and then they come in to Baltimore and beat the reigning MVP, as we now know, quarterback, and win that game convincingly. I think Andy Reid knows what he's doing. I think that they won the Super Bowl last year, and they're just hitting the reset button. Um, Niners, Shanahan, this is going to be a big game for him. He was the Atlanta Falcons offensive coordinator when they had that big collapse in the Super Bowl. Um, And then he has been to the Super Bowl once before, and they collapsed in the third quarter, middle of the third quarter, and lost that as a coach Mm. of the Niners. So, you know, I don't know if he got – I mean, there's a monkey on his back that he can't get off. That's kind of what scares me. And I know Reed, you know, had went with the Eagles many, many times until he finally won a Super Bowl, eventually broke through with the Chiefs. So I get it. It can happen. I just don't think it's his time right now. I'm focusing on Andy Reid. Mahomes is just a winner. Man, I mean, um, I had a stat, something about he is uh, 88 and 25 as a starter in 113 games played. Let me say that again. He's 88 and 25 out of 113 games played as a starter. That's his record winning. Um, So he's a winner. Don't get me wrong. Purdy is 21 and 5 as a starter for the Niners. <laughs> He's 21 mm. and five. So you got a couple of winners going at it here, but I like the deeper sample size of Mahomes, 88 and 25 versus 21 and five as winning uh, record to loss as quarterback starters. So I'm just going to go with Reed, go with Mahomes. I'm going to go with the supporting cast. I'm going to go with the momentum. Give me the chiefs and I'll take the points, Brian. I'll take the home dog, baby. Plus one chiefs. Give it to me. <laughs> All right, man. I, uh, I'm with you. I, I, I totally agree that, uh, my heart is in San Francisco. Is there a song like that or something? I left my heart in San Francisco. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, my head's in, with Kansas City, baby. And uh, Kansas City, back in Kansas City. Isn't there a song about that? I think there might be. Going to Kansas City. Kansas City, here I come. All right. Um, yeah, so let's – I'm going to – I'm going with you. I'm going with KC. Uh, Mahomes is 3-0 and uh, against uh, San Francisco. One win of those wins is in the Super Bowl four years ago. Uh, he's a winner, like you said, and uh, let's nothing. Sh- let's not cut anything short with San Francisco and Shanahan and Purdy. I mean, yeah, their their numbers look great, but uh, it's going to be a grudge match, and um, I just think all signs point 
I hate to say it, man. I really do. But I think if uh, if I had to take a choice, it would be the Kansas City Chiefs. So let's see what happens. Wow. Guy. Yeah. I like the way cooler heads are prevailing because we both want to see the Niners win, you know, but I think, you know, if you're putting money down and your house mortgage is on it or your, or your, or your reputation, you might want to go with Kansas city. You know what I mean? So uh, that's what I think, but they play the game and we know that, right? Mm -hmm. Right. And anything can happen. And look at our records throughout the season. I think you and I were almost hovering around 500 for our picks for the regular season picks, the four boy Mm -hmm. picks against the spread. We must know Vegas knows what they're doing. And I feel like you and I were, if you can hover around 500 in Vegas, you're doing good. You yeah. Know? Um, right. you know, I don't know. It's not that easy to make the, any given Sunday picks here. You know? Right. Uh, right. No, not easy at all. But uh, that's why, yeah. that's why we break it down for everybody. And, and you want to break it down here. Here's two stats I found interesting before we get into um, uh, the hot mess express, unless we have any part positive yardage. I don't know if we skipped that or needed it to uh, uh highlight that but the team entering super bowl with a better record is one in 15 against the spread since 23 or how do you say that 2003 so the team entering the super bowl with a better record is one and 15 against the spread since 2003 wow, wow. that's interesting huh watch out niners and then yeah. another stat the underdog team is three and oh against the spread in the last three super bowls and have covered in 15 of the past 22 Super Bowls. So, woo, KC. So interesting, huh? Yeah, we, yeah who, who, who knows? <laughs> who really knows? Uh, uh, do we uh, have a positive yardage? Yeah. Yeah, what yeah was let's it? get to that. Uh, yeah. You know, we've been, we've been talking about the Walter Payton Man of the Year uh, all season long for the most part, mm-hmm. but when we bring up positive yardage. And uh, all the nominees were in Las Vegas this week. And oh, cool. uh, they came they came together to help out the community. So a player from each of the 30 teams, there's 32 teams, but two are in the Super Bowl, so they weren't represented. But um, players in uh, from all those teams helped the Boys and Girls Club of America by spending a day with them and playing games with kids and hanging out and doing service projects. So I thought that was kind of, kind of cool that the NFL brought them all together. And then on Thursday, the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award was presented. They had another big thing to do, you know, that the NFL <laughs> likes to do. Um, and the award recognized the NFL player with for his excellence on and off the field as the Walter Payton Man of the Year does. And uh, Payton's son, Jared, was there representing his family and stating that all the nominees were cut from the same cloth. And he even had Prince Harry, the Duke of Su- Sussex, there to present the award to the winner, which Whoa. is kind of cool. Yeah, big yeah. name. Uh, and the award goes to Cam Hayward of the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's been nominated uh, for the award six times. So that's Clear evidence, yeah, that he's committed to excellence on and off the field. Mike Tomlin, who is another strong character, said that Cam's just got a heart for the community in general, but I think it also is extremely important to to him because of his family legacy being from the area of Pittsburgh. I think that just really stimulates him in unique ways relative to others in terms of really immersing himself in non-football-related things and using the power of his influence for good. He doesn't run away from it. He runs to it so as always do your own research do a little google search for the nfl man of the year and you'll quickly see that these are great men in the nfl who take their role as a role model seriously and they gain positive yardage in this game of life baby nice bry very cool yeah this is one of our favorite segments so Brinks for highlighting yeah. that um very cool yeah 
I'll definitely check that out. We had him highlighted a couple of weeks ago, about two or three weeks ago in our show. So I recall that. So good for him. Good for yeah. all these uh, 32 representatives. So cool. Um, cool. All right. I got to once again, thank our loyal listeners out there. Uh, it's been 23 shows, baby. You can go back if you're a psycho and listen to them all uh, <laughs> on your listening favorite app of choice. Feel free uh, this off season. But uh, we got to thank you very much. I know um, Dale does too. We had fun doing this. Um, I'll let Brian jump in here in a sec, but what a long ride it's been. And we're going to culminate uh, tomorrow. We'll see what happens on the Super Bowl. Um, we might have an emergency podcast here and there. If you do your subscribe, we'll let you know. Um, if not, it's a long off season. We're going to recoup, recharge the batteries, and we'll be back better than ever in 2024, baby. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, what do you think about that, huh? 23 shows. 23 shows. It's been great. Uh, it's been a little mm -hmm. bit of a grind sometimes, but uh, we're here every week. We're committed to it. Always good to see you, Yervon, uh, and connect. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. yeah, uh, shout out to our listeners. I mean, you guys know who you are. We talked to some of them, uh, you know, uh, off off air, whatever. And uh, some of them we don't know. We haven't met. So mm -hmm. big shout out to our friend in Germany in uh, Walnut Creek and Minneapolis and uh, San Diego and Utah. and like St. George, of, Utah. Yeah. yeah. And, and New Jersey yeah. and you know, yep. they're, they're everywhere. Huntington so, Beach, California. Yeah. yeah. Come yeah. on now. Yeah, Denver, they're Colorado. Yeah. Yep. So uh, we love you guys. And so uh, that's it. Um, are you going to do a hot mess express? I or? think so. We got to stay traditional here, baby. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Take All us right. home. Ooh, here we go. Hot mess express, baby. Um, I'm throwing on. Green Dog Blitz podcast on the Hot Mess Express. And yeah, we made <laughs> it's it. time, right? Here we go. Uh, just once again, kind of piggybacking, dovetailing, call it what you will, uh, segueing off what we just mentioned. Um, sometimes we haven't got all our stats correct. Sometimes we got the information. Uh, yeah, sometimes it has been a Hot Mess Express. But for the most part, we've had a lot of fun. So I just want to throw our show on it. We've had a great format. I think we've uh, done a, a fun and unique way of delivering the NFL information through that format and um, hasn't always worked, but for the most part, we're back like a bad rash, baby. A hot nah, green dog blitz hosted by Anderson and Agobian. So I had to throw us on there. And I thought that was appropriate to finish off the show. What do you think, Brad? <laughs> I think it's great. There's a, yeah. Yeah, nothing more fitting than that. Yeah. And, uh, we've proven it time and time again, baby. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> thanks. All right. Yeah. Well, it's been a joy. Uh, this concludes uh, the 2023 season of the Green Dog Blitz. So we want to thank you all for listening, for subscribing. And uh, stay subscribed so you're aware of any new podcasts that come up. Um, once again, we're signing off for Yervon and for Brian Anderson and Agobian. Uh, it's a Super Bowl homeboy. Start the Green Dog Blitz. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Woo!